0: Oh, oh, what is going on it's the nintendo Powercast slash house of mario slash
1: Damn, retro logic one?
0: retro logic we're like we're like the <laughs> voltron of of gaming podcasts coming together right now to uh to talk about the nintendo direct that just happened so uh drew real quick introduce yourself tell us all about the the show that you do and all the stuff
2: yeah, so my name is Drew Agnew. I'm a rural farmer from South Australia who also loves Nintendo. I'm up at almost one o'clock in the morning seeing what uh, announcements we've got coming out and um, for the most part, pretty happy with what I've seen. But yeah, I do a show called The House of Mario and Nintendo podcast, which is you know probably what you expect from you know listening to you guys and a lot of other of us uh keen Nintendo fans in the community. But yeah, just uh, share my passion with my best mate Bryce DeWitt and Talk all about Nintendo and have some fun. We're a little bit crude sometimes, but that's um that's sort of our flavor here in Australia. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. Fun fact: my oldest son lives in Australia right now. So, oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Moved he moved there with his girlfriend uh, the beginning of the year. So kind of kind of cool. Dan, tell us all about uh, tell us all about you.
1: Your, your oldest son what, is he like twelve? Like you don't look old enough to have like a son that moved away. <laughs> You look, I'm 41 and my,
0: my oldest is 21. Yeah. Yeah. You don't look a day
1: above 35.
2: I
0: got started Um, young. So, well, hey, thanks.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm Dan from RetroLogic. I do a uh, retro gaming trivia and news podcast uh, every other two, every other Monday, Tuesday. We have an episode coming out today, actually, uh, with an interview from the, one of the developers who made the Game Boy Operator, which is a little device that allows you to dump your save files onto your computer, it's really high quality, and the interview went really well. So go check that out. Um, all my stuff is at RetroLogic.games, So that's it. That's it for me.
0: Love it. And who's who's got the tra- who's who? Are you on, are you near a train tracks right now?
1: I yeah, that's me. I'm. I'm a, I took my I took my lunch break that's early awesome. at work to uh to meet up with you guys cuz I can't not talk about Nintendo and I'm um, outside in our little courtyard and there's a train track nearby so if you hear some trains that's just that's just the hype train that's all it is
0: it's the it's the hype train <laughs> i love it i love it that's great that's great so i am actually coming. Gonna get <laughs> i'm going to get this uh the the direct plane in the background or on the side over here for us so we can uh um just have some like essentially some b roll going on, and uh yeah, so drew, kinda kick us off what what were your what do you, do you got a grade do you have a do you have a score for the direct?
2: um I'm not hundred percent sure just yet, I was looking back at the announcements I'm like there's a lot of stuff that I really was happy to see, but I guess there was nothing that really blew me away, but honestly, I would have been pretty happy even if there wasn't a direct. In September, I would have waited until early next year. There's still plenty coming out this year that I'm excited for, and I'm going to get a lot of time out of. So, just the fact that you know we got started off the show with a brand new Fire Emblem game that's coming out very soon, early next year. I think that's really exciting. Pikmin Four, obviously, at the end we saw a uh, brand new Zelda game finally get get its name, T- uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which is going to it's going to take a little bit because we've so, been so used to um, you know call it breath of the wild sequel so just coming into it now being like oh tears of the kingdom it's gonna be a little bit hard to get used to but just all the sort of bits in that trailer it looked looks pretty cool um and for me actually uh one game a lot of people won't care about but a new game in the atelier series got announced atelier riser 3 which i was um pretty happy to see that's become a, a series that i've really enjoyed over the last year or so so yeah um a lot of stuff. There's a few too many farming games, though. Seemed like, how many farming games can they put in the one direct? Like, it was it was insane. Like, you know, we saw Harvestella again. There was two Rune Factory games, and there was even more than that. There was some other games that um we hadn't heard of before. But, yeah, I think overall it was good. It was a seven, I think. if i had to put a score on it.
0: There you go. Yeah. Dan, you're still with us, yeah? Oh, wait. The camera's going on and off. Let's see. We're doing it live. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's get him back in here. My back. Hey, you're back. <laughs> okay, you're back. What? I'm just gonna uh, move you, around. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Trying to find the best Wi-Fi outside. Yeah. The, outside yeah. the office or whatever. Exactly. I get it. it. What? Uh, what was your score for the? Uh... <laughs> you guys are traffic outside <laughs> now. Oh, there's.
2: <laughs> I love the ambition though. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, I do too. Like, let's just let's do it, baby. So we're making okay. it work.
1: Oh man. Okay. So. Going in, and it was like RPG, 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 farming sim, RPG, boxing, RPG, Mm. and then, and then Miyamoto shows up, (laughs) and we're all thinking, "Oh, great! Super Mario Brothers movie news, awesome!" Which I, I would have been happy about, and we got nothing of that. And then he goes, "Today, I want to talk about Pikmin," and my brain exploded. Because Pikmin is just one of my favorite Nintendo franchises. And honestly, I'm just glad that they're talking about Pikmin at all. It just seems like if it's, if it's not the mobile game, then what even is it anymore? Um, so just the fact that there's Pikmin coming made this like a 9 out of 10 for me, where it started out as like maybe a 5. So th- that's a very personal thing. But honestly, Pikmin did it for me just That's like great. we have a title and a screenshot but like i'm, ha- I'm happy about it <laughs> yeah
0: no yeah. it's it's fantastic it's great that we're seeing we're seeing like th- the thing for me is i love it when there's a healthy nintendo we can get some of these i we use the word niche on our podcast way too much yeah. but it's it's uh it's kind of it's a little more of a niche title right and like i was talking to my discord i'm like man i really i'm it would have been so rad to see like F Zero or Punch Out or Star oh, Fox, yeah. something mm-hmm. along those lines. That's like they're not as well. Like the, it, it's only when Nintendo's healthy that they can like still like probably sell a million copies of some of those of those titles. But yeah. that's that's enough to make them worth their time for development, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think for me overall, it's probably definitely it's a. I would say it's a it's a solid eight, maybe eight and a half out of out of ten uh something for everybody which is great we're looking at it takes two right now and i i mean i think that's a that that's a stellar title of course it's it's been out forever right like some sometimes we see some of these games finally make their way to the switch but it's it's what it's well after they've been out on these on these oh, other God. systems and so um sometimes we feel a little bit late to the party with with that we did see a handful of cloud games with the resident <laughs> evil stuff which is like it's it's great that those are that are making their way there but i have not really heard anybody talk about a good experience when it comes to cloud gaming with the switch um i I know from for me when i've i tried i think control it worked good but i mean i'm fortunate to have fiber internet and you know i'm hardwired my switch is hardwired so like but trying to do that stuff wire like like handheld
1: or something it's going to be it's going to be a rough go yeah yeah uh not only that but you get you you see a lot of these games we got like a little bit more info about things that were already previously released which I'm excited for like I'm hyped to play Front Mission again um I'm happy to see a, a an obscure Fatal Frame game we're looking at Fatal Frame right now which is like a really great survival horror game um I loved it on the Wii U. this this game in particular has never come over to the states so it's cool to see that but there wasn't a whole lot that was like, here's a brand new thing. Except for Pikmin, you know, which which we didn't know existed. But even the Zelda announcement was like, here's the name, which is awesome, but it's a lot of that on this direct.
0: Yeah, Bayonetta 4, Mario Plus Rabbids, you know, mm-hmm. we're looking at some Xenoblade uh I- expansion stuff right now. But yeah, not not a lot of and I think that's I think that's what gets people the most hyped, right? When there's the brand new like if if miyamoto had come out and said and here is a trailer for odyssey coming holiday 2023 odyssey 2 or something like yeah. that or the next mario title i think donkey kong
1: let's get donkey kong come on
2: donkey
0: guys. kong something yeah Yeesh. um even the mario kart the wave 2 or the wave 3 was just two games or two tracks right so that was I think that had some people just a little bit bummed out um, that we weren't (laughs) seeing, seeing more. And then it's weird seeing like the, the obscure holiday track as well. It's like, you know, playing, playing a Christmas track all the time just seemed like, I I don't know. It's a little, it's a little bit weird, but Hey, it's more Mario Kart tracks. So I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Uh, But the big the big game the the biggest announcement for me that i'm like completely shocked that they were able to work out the licensing is goldeneye 64 right goldeneye making its way to what assume it looks like it's coming to the expansion pack yeah which that is that is wild because usually something like that licensing runs out so i'm just like how did all of this how did they secure this deal and not only do we get it on the switch with online multiplayer but they're going to be putting GoldenEye on Xbox as well. That's going to get some of that HD like treatment that Perfect Dark got in like uh, way back in the Xbox arc- arcade days. So, so I talked about it during during the uh, during during the director right after. Here's the pro tip: if you've got the 64 controller, you want to play GoldenEye like a modern shooter, just put your left hand on the D pad and move around, and your thumb on the stick. And you're playing Goldeneye like a modern shooter, so so there you go. There's your there's your pro tips. But are you guys like Drew, are you excited for Goldeneye?
2: Yeah, I didn't really grow up with it that much. Um, Nintendo 64 for me was going to friends places and none of them had Goldeneye. They had Mario Kart and Smash Bros and all that. Crazy. Um so yeah, I, I don't have that much nostalgia for it, but it's obviously a game that I've played other ways when I was when I was older with emulators and all of that. I don't have a physical cart, so I'm glad that it's coming. I've got so many friends oh that are just God. just over the moon about this game coming to online play. So I'm just going to get demolished, demolished by everyone who <laughs> had it in their childhood and I'm going to go in there and just be like, oh, this game's, um it feels old, but everyone's going to go and smash me. But I'll appreciate it. I'll probably shout it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- there's nothing better than having all the spawns memorized and just putting proximity mines where they uh, where you spawn, and you just cannot <laughs> get, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I'm that guy. Sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Dan. How about you? you excited for Goldeneye? Uh,
1: yeah, I think so. I think I'm more cautiously optimistic about it. Um, I actually played it recently through the campaign uh, on an ori- on original hardware, and the campaign runs really well. Um, it's still really fun. Totally holds up. But everybody loves GoldenEye for the multiplayer. And if you go back and play the multiplayer on an original console, it's it's nigh unplayable because of <laughs> the frame rate and because of the lack of strafing. And like you showed kind of the trick where you could reverse your hands and make it work. But there's still really nothing better for shooters on a console than two sticks. Um so I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope that they throw some of the optimizations they're putting in from game Pass over to the NSO version um, because that that version I read that Xbox tweeted about how oh it has updated frame rates and it's in 4K and online multiplayer. So hopefully some of those optimizations come over, but it's yet to be seen so' I'm, I'm gonna like hold, I'm gonna reserve my hype until I can play it and see what they did to to improve it. Because original hardware GoldenEye multiplayer now is rough. So I can help with that. The way I was talking
0: about holding the controller, you have to set the control settings to like 1.2. Oh, okay. And then you literally play GoldenEye exactly like a modern first person shooter. Yeah. It strafing everything. Back in the day, 1.2. Everybody was instru- they instructed us to use the C buttons. I don't know if you guys remember this from like Nintendo Power and stuff like that, but like, oh yeah, I don't they, even think- yeah, you did all your moving, and Turok was the first one to incorporate mm-hmm. running with the C buttons. But then looking, well, that's the opposite of how we do it now, right? That's mm-hmm. that's putting your your look on the left on the left, and that's not that's not how we do it. So right. so if you move if you set it, I think it's one point two, and then you can play, and they, they actually. If you go through all the different settings, there is one where you can play with two 64 controllers.
2: And, yeah, I remember that one. And
0: do
1: two, oh
2: God. <laughs> do yeah. two
0: sticks,
1: right? Yeah. So, hey, it works, you know?
0: Yeah. And then all you got to do is switch the controllers, put number two in your hand, in your left hand and number one in your right hand. And you're, 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 you're
2: golden, if you will. So. I've got to go and buy another controller. I've only got the one.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went, I went crazy when they first announced the 64 controllers. I I'm sure you're all shocked, but got. I had to get all four. I'm <laughs> like, you know, if we're going to, and immediately had my, my aunt and uncle come over and uh, my wife, my aunt and uncle, we all played a bunch of the, the 64 games. And then we ended up even playing Mario party with the, with the 64 controllers as
2: well. Yeah, no, nice. yeah. they need
0: all the colors, man. I, I want to see them come yeah. out with the colors. My wallet would be ruined, but yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. uh let's let us we'll, we will finish up on this topic here but what was your biggest like surprise or what got you the most hype drew we'll start with you
2: i, I didn't really have like a massive oh my god moment but probably at the very start just like oh new fire emblem game i've um sort of recently appreciated fire emblem a lot more just with fire emblem warriors three hopes like i really enjoyed that game so just like the idea of a a brand new game in the series. Um, I'm looking forward to it because I've always been like a fan of turn-based RPGs, but the sort of the strategy aspect of it um, didn't have me as big a fan, but I think um, now after playing that game, I can appreciate it a lot more. So I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem. Um, I think Zelda is just just a a staple. I think we're all looking forward to that, and I'm so glad that it's not coming out at the end of next year, looking at May for... 2023 so that's going to be going to be great um looking through the list here we got like actually looking at it we got like a heap of stuff like even like a new kirby game and uh, oh yeah path traveler 2 um my least favorite moment of (laughs) of the direct was uh mario uh strikers battle league update i'm like "Mm -hmm, that's what i expected from the (laughs) from the update it does nothing to sort of (sighs) help the game but that is that is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I've, like, even seen, like, the indie game Tunic come in the Switch. That was previously unannounced for the system. It was only sort of getting ported to uh, the PlayStation. So it's good that, that was coming. But it's just, for me, it was just like a heap of little games that I'm like, oh, 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 that was sort of my direct. There wasn't anything, anything massive because, um, like, as far as, like, games I'm really looking forward to this year would be, like, Pokemon and you know we don't really need anything from the direct as far as uh, information on those games so i didn't really have any expectations but um i don't know i feel satisfied anyway
1: hey, yeah right on dan how about you i mean i already, I already gushed about pikmin 4 so I'll, I'll i'll leave that that's like that's like high high number one for me um and if you're if you're like curious about what the deal is with Pikmin. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is the best game in the series so far. And it frequently goes on sale. So go buy it and play it if you're curious about Pikmin. If you like real time strategy, if you like Baby's First Real Time Strategy, that's what it <laughs> is. And it's, <laughs> and it's beautifully represented and really it looks really, really good and really fun. Uh, but other than that, um yeah, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head with like there was a lot of really cool little things. Tunic obviously was great to see. Um, Gosh, but I mean like, you know, it was just a lot of stuff that we already knew. Oh, Radiant Silver Gun. That's cool. Radiant Silver Gun, an old treasure developed, shmup. Um, that's awesome. Kirby Returned to Dreamland was a high point. Um Yeah, so yeah. I, I get it, I get it. There's it's it
0: it seemed like a very diverse direct, right? Yeah. I think the one of the, the fire emblem for me was hype. I was like this is... heavy but yeah <laughs> it it was it was and 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 farming sim, but i mean like I think looking at uh looking at the success of animal crossing, I think the audience is somewhat there for a lot of these farming sims too, right like i think there's yeah. i th- i think I mean there's a there's a, a lot of similarities when it comes to Animal Crossing and Farming Sims. I mean Animal Crossing is not quite farming, right? But we're seeing some fishing and we're, we are seeing some mm-hmm. a little more adventuring and stuff with Life some of these Sim. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh but for me Fire Emblem right off the bat like and it's it's not a series that I like really like lose myself in, but I have a good time with it when I when I when I do play it, right? And uh uh the Octopath Traveler two fantastic series don't sleep on it like if you happen to be an Xbox owner and you have Game Pass you can try the first one um, that way and I believe it's also it's also available on mobile but if you if you if you've got a Switch and that's that's all you're playing and you like JRPGs especially kind of that like I almost want to call them 32 bit like they're like the modern 16 bit uh, JRPGs. 2D d H D. Yeah, there you go. 2D yeah. 2D HD. I love it. Um this we're looking at um Theater rhythm or whatever from uh S- from Square Enix. Probably one of the strangest titles. Like, I don't know what it's like. You feel like they're kind of just like milking their uh their IPs at this point for like how, how can we how how can we get another sixty bucks by adding Final Fantasy to a to a name, you know, or adding the name Final Fantasy to a game.
1: Yeah. Um, Nintendo never does that oh no never
2: <laughs> never actually uh, I, re- I really like what they're doing with it though like some of my favorite franchises I would love like a music rhythm game all about it like Pokemon or Mario Zelda like it'd be awesome going through all the tracks from all the games and just all the unique sort of settings and you have just got it in this like really nice package just with just how it's presented with all the characters and it's showing now, just like it's having DLC from other Square Enix series, like Octopath Traveler and Near, Live Alive, all that. I think it's actually pretty cool, but I'm not like a, I'm probably not a big enough Final Fantasy fan to go and pick up something like this. But if it was for one of my favorite franchises, I reckon it would be pretty cool.
0: And, and that's an interesting perspective too, because it's not. I'm. I have very little pull towards any of these games, so that may be why I kind of look at it like meh you know what i'm saying but yeah playing the playing the the original super mario brothers like score and some other stuff like mario 2 that kind of stuff that might be a little more enjoyable. especially you know i'm picturing like like watching the gameplay kind of happen as you're just doing the rhythm game like that might like the old school retro gameplay happening that that might be kind of fun actually so that's 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 very interesting take um uh, you know, we're seeing some more Mario plus Rabbids, which is great, but we we knew it was coming. Uh, somebody is like, wait, do you get to actually play as the characters instead of the Roomba this time? But I kind of doubt that's going to be the case. And uh, um, but I think one of the bigger surprises for me, and it's not that it's even something that I have any nostalgia for, like I just said, but the uh, the the Final Fantasy uh, remake. The, i don't even have, i don't have the the actual name like the, oh, the, the,
2: like, the uh, cross is cool final fantasy 7 yeah
0: there we go that like it's again it's not something that that uh that i have nostalgia for but it's a series that i i want to i i really i my ps5 actually is showing up today and i'm excited to try oh, the final bad. fantasy 7 yeah. remake right and so seeing that also i'm like that that's I'm a big fan of Xenoblade and I know I would love these, these remakes of the final fantasy seven stuff and, and, and crisis core looks, looks to be on, on point with that. So, um, uh, we got a lot of rune factory stuff. I think the tails remake is going to be big for some people, right? It's again, it's not, not yeah. something, not something that I have any pull towards, but I have a feeling a lot of people are going to, going to enjoy it. So, um, yeah, great. Like I said, my biggest hype, of course, Goldeneye. But then seeing, you know, Fire Emblem, uh, Crisis Core, Octopath Traveler two, and then getting the name for Breath of the Wild uh, two is also is also great. So we're gonna wrap up right there, Drew. Again, tell us all the places people can find you, listen to your uh, your show.
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at and you can find my show, The House of Mario, on all your podcast platforms wherever you're listening to this.
0: Awesome. And Dan, same for you.
1: Yeah, um, so Retrologic is the name of the podcast and the website and the blog. Um, I'm on Twitter at Retrologic Games, and um everything can be found, Discord server and all that can be found at the website retrologic.games So go check us out if you want some fun retro gaming trivia.
0: Awesome. Guys, I'm N64 Josh everywhere, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everybody.